Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast. I'm Jerry Savelle, and we are continuing our study on marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. This is the prophetic word the Lord has given me for 2019. I'm excited about it. I've been preaching it uh, ever since the Lord actually gave it to me. I kind of got a jump start back in 2018, and uh, I've been preaching it everywhere I've been since then. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger on the inside of me, and more and more revelation continues to come. Now, I'm going to take you into our service at Heritage of Faith. Christian Center, the church I founded a number of years ago, right here in Crowley, Texas. And you will notice that uh, it's Christmas theme because it's still Christmas time in 2018 when I was preaching this. And even though you're seeing this broadcast in 2019, well, I just want to say to you once again, Happy New Year. But nevertheless, this is a powerful message that I was sharing, and I want to encourage you to listen very closely. Lock in to this message today and believe that your 2019 is going to be a year of marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of your God. You know, God's no respecter of persons, and He'll do it for you just as much as He would do it for me. Now, let me read a scripture to you uh, as we prepare to go into that service. From Psalm 40, it says in verse 5, Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done. And notice also in uh, Psalm 77 that it says... I'm working in a new Bible here. The pages are sticking. In verse 11, I will remember thy works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also on all thy work and talk of all thy doings. And then verse 14 says, Thou art the God who doest wonders. So if God was the God who did wonders, He's still the God who's doing wonders. And God has planned for you this year marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. So get ready for it. And now I want you to listen very closely as we go into the church service here at Heritage of Faith. And in a few moments, I'll be back with some closing remarks. All right, open your Bibles first of all to Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15. Marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of our God. That's the word the Lord gave me that I'll be preaching about all over the world throughout 2019 and beyond. And uh, I want to encourage you to lay hold upon it, believe for it, mix your faith with it, and don't be satisfied for anything less. Amen? Look at verse 11, Exodus chapter 15. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders? The message translation says, who compares with you wonder-working God? Look at somebody and tell them, my God is the wonder-working God. Tell somebody else, my God is the wonder-working God. And they'll tell them this. He wasn't the wonder-working God. He still is the wonder-working God. God himself says, I am God and I change not. Amen. So if he was the wonder-working God in the book of Exodus, and we see if we read the book of Exodus, there were wonders all through that book. 
And if he was the wonder-working God all the way through the Old Testament, and if he was the wonder-working God in the ministry of Jesus, if he was the wonder-working God in the book of Acts with the early apostles, if he was the wonder-working God during all those great outpourings and moves of God that have taken place down through history, then he is still the wonder-working God today. Can you give the Lord a good shout about that? <clears throat> Amen. Now the Bible says in Psalm 40 and verse 5, Many, O Lord our God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done. Many are the wonderful works that God has done. Psalm 77, 14 says, Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou art the God that doest wonders. And notice that's not past tense. He is the God who still does wonders. The message translation says, No God is like our God. You're the God who makes things happen. I love that. Look at somebody and tell them, My God is the God that makes things happen. And then Psalm 89.5 says, The heavens shall praise thy wonders. Psalm 96.3, Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. And then Psalm 107 verse 8 says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And once again, since God declares himself as the God who changes not, then if he was the wonder-working God, then he is still the wonder-working God. Can you say amen? amen? Now, I've only mentioned some scriptures there in the Old Testament, but if you follow the ministry of Jesus, you'll find in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the same thing is happening there. Wonders, marvels, extraordinary manifestations. Then you get over into the book of Acts and you see the same thing happening there with the early church, the early disciples. And as I mentioned, uh, if you study or have studied or would like to study sometime, all the outpourings and awakenings and moves of God that have taken place, and I've studied them all, then you will find that each one of them had marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations. Amen. And I believe that is on his agenda big time in closing out before the appearing of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Bible says that there was a time when Jesus was teaching in a house and the place was packed out. Nobody else could get in. And some men knew a friend of theirs that was crippled and they wanted to get him in that room in the presence of Jesus. They knew if they could get him in there, then he would be healed. But they couldn't get in. When they came to the house, the place was packed out. People standing even at the edge of the back door people standing apparently in around the windows. They couldn't get in. But these men were determined that their friend was going to have a miracle. So they climbed on top of the roof, tore the roof off, and lowered the man down. And when Jesus saw their faith, the Bible says, he said he was healed and delivered. It was a great wonder, a great marvel that took place. And, and the people even said, we have seen strange things today. See, that's what a marvel is. It's a wonder is. Uh, an extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of God. To a lot of people, it's strange. To others, it's wonderful. But nevertheless, you can only attribute it to God. Nobody but God. Look at your neighbor and say, nobody but God. Nobody but God. Amen. 
So God plans to close out this church age, so to speak, with marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestation because it is his will that all men be saved. He doesn't want anybody going to hell. He wants them all saved. And if it's going to take the preaching of the word plus signs following, then that's what God has on his agenda. Can you say amen? amen. All right, now, to experience marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of our God, we're going to have to take the limits off. Thank you for your enthusiasm. We're going to have to take the limits off. Amen. You'll see, and I'm going to lead you into it in just a few moments, that the two primary ways that we limit ourselves and we limit God is by small thinking and negative talking. Small thinking and negative talking. And you need to get rid of both. Amen. If you're going to experience marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations of the greatness of God, then you're going to have to stop thinking small. Quit saying things like, that couldn't happen to me. That only happens to Brother Jerry. Or that only happens to Brother Copeland. Well, those things only happen to Oral Roberts uh, or, or Billy Graham. Aren't you a child of God? Yes. Are you a believer? Yes. Then that qualifies you, praise God. But, you know, you can be a child of God and a believer as such and still be a small thinker. Amen? You say, well, I've just never been able to think big. Well, if you get in the Word more, it will enlarge your capacity. Amen. I mean, we all start out, you know, somewhat being small thinkers. I, I wasn't able to think as big as I can think now when I first started out. You know, I, I, before I uh, really launched out into the ministry, uh, when I'd just given my life to the Lord, before I'd ever preached my first sermon, I couldn't imagine, and you need to get rid of that phrase too, I couldn't imagine me ever getting out of Shreveport, Louisiana. And now my ministry has touched the four corners of the earth. I've been in 46 different nations. I've preached to crowds as small as one, and I've preached to crowds as, small, as, as large as 100,000 people. My messages are going around the world the resources. I couldn't think like that when I first started out. But the more I spent time with God and the more I listened to other people who thought bigger than me and had the opportunity from time to time to be in their presence, they enlarged my thinking. Amen. So if we're going to experience marvels and wonders an extraordinary manifestation of the greatness of our God, we're going to have to take the limits off of ourselves and we're going to have to take the limits off God. We're going to have to think bigger. Let your neighbor say, think bigger. We're going to have to allow our imaginations to soar and to rise to new levels. Now, a lot of people have the idea that our imagination is bad and evil, but it's not. It's a God-given gift. God gave you the ability to imagine. Now, you can use it to think bad, evil, and even perverted. But you don't have to. 
Amen? The Bible says casting down imaginations that don't line up with the Word of God. That's the only imagination we cast down. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, then cast it down. Think on the Word. Think on things that are just and lovely and good report. You can be selective about what you think. Be selective about where you let your imagination go. Amen? And you're, you're imagining something all the time, so you might as well use it in a positive way. You know, sometimes you get up in the morning and you imagine yourself failing that day. Some people imagine themselves getting laid off, losing their job. They can almost, they can almost see it happening. They, they can hear the words down in here of what their boss is going to say. And then if you don't cast those thoughts down, then eventually you start talking them. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you just prophesied your own doom. Amen? Are you still here this morning? So we need to think bigger. And we need to let our imaginations to soar, to rise to a new level. Amen? So stop thinking in terms of your imagination being something evil or bad or even perverted. Now, once again, you can allow it to become that, but that's not the way God presented it. That's not the way God intended. You must remember that when we were born again, we were recreated being a new spirit being with the nature of God. Amen. No limits. The mind of Christ. The presence of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. That should enable us to think big. And bigger. Would you agree with that? We have the mind of Christ. You now have the ability to think God's thoughts. You have the ability to imagine like he imagines. So don't limit yourself and don't limit him by small thinking and negative talking. Let's go to Psalm 78 for a moment. Psalm 78. If you read Psalm 78, it's, it's almost like a history of what God did for the children of Israel prior to entering into the book of Psalms. And it's giving somewhat of a synopsis of all the great things God did for the children of Israel. And we'll start out in verse 11. It says, And they forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Marvelous things. Notice, wonders and marvels. They forgot his works, his wonders that he had showed them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zoan. And it goes on and talks about from verse 13 to 18, some of those things he did. And then in verse 19, after he had done all these wonders, all these marvels, and they were witnesses to it, it says in verse 19, yea, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? In other words, God had done all these marvels and wonders for them, 
They already knew that he had the ability to do it. It's not like they'd never seen God do any marvelous thing or wonderful thing in their lives. They'd already seen him do it many, many times that caused them to stand in awe. And yet, every time they had another challenge, they started asking the question, but can he do this? And can he do that? Notice it says, but can he furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smoked the rock that the waters gushed out and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread? Also, can he provide flesh for his people? Notice after they'd seen all these marvelous things that he had done. But every time they had a new challenge, every time some new adversity arose, they'd forgot what they'd already seen. They forgot what he'd already done. But can he do this? And can he do that? And here the Bible says that provoked God. They were still thinking small and still talking negative. Verse 22 says, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Look at verse 35. They remembered that God was their rock, the high God, their redeemer. Notice they're kind of back and forth. One moment, they don't remember anything he's done. The next, member, next moment, they remember, oh yeah, he's our rock. That sounds like people today. One moment, they can't remember a thing that he's done, and the next moment, oh yeah, especially if they get in a service where the anointing's flowing and the word of God's being preached powerfully, and they remember, oh yeah, 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 I remember now. Boy, that was a, that was a close one, but God brought us through, hallelujah. But it won't be a week, and another challenge arises, and they forget what God has already done. Can you say amen? amen? We can't keep acting like that and at the same time say, I'm believing for marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations. Are you really? Let your neighbor say, first of all, you need to do something about your small thinking. And then you need to go back to the basics and watch your mouth. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now look at Psalm 78 and notice in verse 40. How often did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. How he had wrought his signs in Egypt's and his wonders in the field of Zion. Notice they limited God through their small thinking and their negative talk. And the Bible says it provoked him. In other words, he was not pleased with that kind of attitude. And I don't think it pleases him now either. Can you say amen? amen. Particularly when you and I are people who have witnessed the miraculous and people that have already experienced marvels and wonders in our lives. I could stand up here and tell you for 50 years, different marvels and wonders and extraordinary manifestations 
that Carol and I have experienced not only in our lives personally, but in the ministry. Amen? I could, it would take a long time to cover all those stories, and I don't have time to do it today. We've talked about them in the past. But I believe if I'm hearing the Spirit of God correctly, and I believe I am, we haven't seen anything yet. Who compares to our God? Amen. I, I've learned also this about, I wrote this in my notes this morning, that most of the time, marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness have to do with things not yet seen. We haven't seen it yet. Paul said, I hath not seen, ear hath not heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Not only that, they, they usually pertain to things that haven't been experienced yet, things that haven't been seen yet. And like Job chapter 5, verse 9, which has become one of my favorite verses now, where God says that he, he does unexpected things. Unexpected things. And there's no end, the message translation says, there's no end to his surprises. I love that. There's no end to God's surprises. I want to challenge you to get up every morning and expect surprises. Well, Brother Jerry, if it's a surprise, why would I expect it? You can expect surprises. It just surprises you in how God makes it happen. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not surprised that God does this, but I'm always surprised at how he goes about making it happen. But I'm not surprised that he'll do it because he's the God of surprises. He's the God of wonders. He's the God of marvels. He's the God of extraordinary manifestations. So I'm not surprised that God does it, but I'm always surprised at how he goes about it or who he uses. Amen. Small thinking, negative talking. Quit saying, can he? Your declaration should be, he can. He can. Look at your neighbor and say, he can do this. And then say, and he will do this. Because I'm stretching my faith. Not thinking negative anymore. Hallelujah. Now, here it shows by them asking, can he do this and can he do that? They were still thinking small and they were still talking negative. And they robbed themselves of experiencing more and more marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations. Amen. Don't, don't side up with the devil. You've already got an enemy. Why would you want to join efforts with him? He's the one that never wants it to happen to you. Don't join efforts with him. Amen. Quit saying, can he? And start proclaiming boldly, he can. Tell someone, I'm not talking negative anymore. And I'm through thinking small. And lift your hands and say, now, Lord, help me. <laughs> Amen. It's time to stretch your faith 
in the powerful three CD series, Marvel's Wonders and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God, Jerry Savelle shows that throughout Scripture, from creation to Jesus' ascension, we witness God moving on earth, performing marvels, wonders, and extraordinary things. Fear not, O land. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Also included in this package is the faith-filled book, No Boundaries. In its pages, you will learn how to shatter the boundaries that have held you back, break free from limitations, and see God perform marvels and wonders in your life. Don't wait. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this inspiring marvels and wonders package, including the book and three CD teaching. God's plan is to keep doing the miraculous. And if you'll dare to mix your faith with what he's told us, then marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of his greatness are headed your way. I trust the message today has been a great inspiration to you, and I want to encourage you once again, dare to believe that God has planned for you this year marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of His greatness. God is the God of wonders. That simply means that God's still capable of doing things that create awe in people. It creates a sense of reverence and respect and and, uh, things that you know when they happen, there's no one else but God who could have made that happen. That's what a wonder is all about. That's what marvels are all about. And God is still in the marvel, wonder, and extraordinary manifestation business. So, I want to encourage you, use your faith this year. Believe God. Take the limits off. Don't think small. Don't talk negative. Take the limits off, and God is going to do some things this year in your life that is going to cause you to to stand in awe once again and say, my God is the God of wonders. Hallelujah. Now, before we leave the air, let me um, remind you that our special resource package this time is my book entitled, No Boundaries. Why settle for the ordinary when you can have the extraordinary? And then also uh, the three CD series on the subject of 2019 Marvel's Wonders and Extraordinary Manifestations of the Greatness of Our God. It includes some of the material that you heard today. So if you want to continue your study on this subject, then be sure to place your order for these resources right away. All the information is on the screen, or you can log on to our website. But please place your order today. Don't delay, because I know that once you get them in your home, they are going to continue to inspire your faith. Listen, also, I want you to, uh, to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and, and all the uh, uh, social media sources that we have. It's uh, one of our ways to be able to stay in contact with you, to continue to feed your faith and inspire your faith. So, I want to encourage you to log on, hook up with us. And I believe, praise God, that each and every day as you watch these forms of social media, they are going to be a great benefit to you. Also, I want to thank all of our partners. Partners, you are so special to us. We couldn't do all that we're doing around the world without your generous support. And I want to thank you, and I want to pray for you that this year you're going to experience greater harvest on the seeds that you sow into this ministry than you've ever experienced.
experienced before. So I want you to mix your faith with my faith and believe God that every seed that you sow into this ministry is going to produce maximum harvest. Say it with me. My seed will produce maximum harvest this year in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining with me. Once again, I want to encourage you to join me again next week for the continuation of this message. I look forward to seeing you then. Until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world. 